Ready, set, go. How about that? Is that better? Yeah, I guess we need a yeah. flag drop or something like a hand drop. I usually just start talking about stuff and the yeah. flashlight drag thing. Yeah. Just need a record light. Just back. Boop. There Beep. it is. Brawl job. And we're live. On. Um, yeah, live. Live. Yeah. Do it live. Although we're not doing it live. Do the thing live, Dave. Oh. Uh, welcome to another episode of A Few Deers Beep. <laughs> it's our uh, job. second episode of the new year. Right? Correct. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. Why, why are you trying not to that anybody's stuff. counting, but yeah, it's our first episode of the day. Yep. First episode. First yeah. episode of the second. First episode of the January seventeenth. Yeah. Twenty twenty. There better not be two. That means we fucked something up. Twenty. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we didn't do the week after. Uh, no, 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 I mean, were in terms of today, the second. The yeah, first, like first ground, run it's a little today, early for Groundhog Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, we might have like fucked up the recording and had to do it all over again. So <laughs> wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. Would not indeed. Yeah. Oh well. Actually, be pretty good if we noticed it now versus yeah. I mean, that would when There's, we typically notice. Yeah, six months from now. You can probably convince me to start <laughs> over, like maybe up to about the twenty-minute mark. Yeah. After yeah. that, I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. well, try again next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So do we so, have a topic this time around? Let's just it? let's just dive right into it. Kevin, there's there was a giant hole in your yard. Just yeah. because yeah. this oh. is we kinda we kinda ran into this. I meant to text you and ask you what the status was yeah, yeah. there. I mean I know there was a problem, but like what's the damage, you know? So Yeah. It wasn't that bad, honestly. It's just a little broken pipe between the uh septic and the uh what the fuck's it called? Dry well there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the tree has been uh, drinking my sewage poop water <laughs> for a while, and apparently nice. the uh, the, tree. the dry well looked like brand new, so it was empty. <laughs> the tree is getting lots of nutrients. It's gonna go break so many, grow nutrients. big and strong. It's, there's some roots inside gonna, there, so it's gonna be I, building a drift car here pretty soon. Yeah, <laughs> probably uh, more reason to just cut down that tree, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I don't think that's gonna fix the I root like problem. Trees. It'll stop them from he growing. Cuts it, oh, if well, he cuts it now, yeah. the roots won't grow. Assuming they cut out all the roots around the new yeah. pipe. See, I always hated that because, like, I'm like you. I, I like to have like some trees in the yard. Yeah. I don't like, like, you know, since I was a kid, we've cut down so many trees in my parents' yard. Like, it's kind of bare. I don't like I it. Don't know. Cut that one down. Plant another one on the inside of yeah, that corner. Plant, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I suppose I do have a tiny pine tree that needs to be planted. There you go. Uh, I have yeah. a maple tree that you there could. You go. I could bring over. Although it's it not really there. great for like patio shade. No. 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 It's more like sap sucks. Scritchy and doesn't pine trees look pretty big. They smell good. <laughs> it grows upside down. It's water at the t- <laughs> water at the bottom and the top. What? Hmm. What? Pine tree? That's okay. Yeah. Versus like regular trees that are usually they have. I guess they're. I mean, you could you could make a pine tree shape like a regular tree. I feel like. Don't put. What? It's a bad idea. I'm so confused. Why not? <laughs> it's like growing a watermelon in a cube. You know. Oh, those are interesting. Yeah, you could do it. Yeah. <laughs> you see the pumpkin things when they were making faces yeah, yeah. or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah just let it grow into the i hadn't seen that before do it with the whole tree that'd be wild you could literally put a face in a tree sure i saw a post someone was like you know out over winter break or whatever and their desk plant grew into the back of the monitor and came up and split the whole monitor <laughs> no split the thing wide open that's fucking wild so How, some, what grows that fast and that aggressively? Or who has that much vacation That's, time, I guess. Some, right, it could be that. But yeah, like, you know, some of these people, was it like with, they've been could, gone for a month yeah. and a half, but still. COVID shutdown? Yeah, maybe I don't think COVID. it was. That, no? that seems more plausible. 
It was one of those like fast bamboo looking things that you just put on your desk. Oh yeah, maybe a bamboo. I guess could do it. Because you know they grew you know, through. Uh, uh, was a Vietnam War or whatever, and then they grew them through people. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, it was like a form of torture. That sounds pretty torturous. Yeah. That, does it really grow that fast? Yeah. Bamboo what? does grow pretty fast. That's fucking. Wow. So that's what I need to plant. Kevin, your fridge is open. You, I don't know Shit. if you want to. <laughs> you really want bamboo? Bamboo is aggressive. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's neat, hard to get rid of. Yeah, you can't get rid of it basically. Yeah, no. This like it is neat. Like property lines, sure. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want it in the center of the property because no, it's going to be no. a nightmare, especially because a little yeah. freaking. It's like you know riding through the cornfield, like the little yeah. freaking stumps oh, that you get one cut. Yeah. Oh my god, terrible. Yeah. So you get stabbed in the leg with one of those one time, and you're pissed. Yeah, they are rugged. But I've also like ridden trails through bamboo things, and it's one of the coolest things ever. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool yeah. until it hits you, and then <clears> yeah, it's not cool just anymore. like I don't know. It's the difference between that and a regular tree. I don't know. There isn't. Yeah, no matter what you hit, there is a lot hurt. of shade from them though. It goes to be yeah. massive, like yeah, don't, you know, twenty yeah. foot tall bamboo is kind of nuts. Don't they all like, like it? Just grows in like a wall, doesn't it? Usually, like grows. It's like a weed. It grows everywhere. No, I know, but like, anywhere. Yeah, yeah. So. Huh. Wow, Kevin, we got some landscaping to do. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a big dirt pile right now. Did Could, you rent the mini X and do that, or did no. they do that? They did that. Okay. What'd you they call it? Like road or something, or? Summit excavating. There you go. Shout out to Summit excavating for fixing stuff. Yeah, like Kevin's Re- reasonable yard. price. Like normal people, it was quick in and out. I had two like younger kids helping them out, doing all the, the bitch work. And yeah, here hold the shovel for I, twenty I minutes. It took like honestly about two hours. Yeah. Oh, not mm. bad. Nice. I yeah. feel like your location where your septic tank too is like pretty easy to get to. Also, as opposed to, well, I mean, funny. they're never going to be buried under. And, like, no, I know, but I mean, well, like, it could be. But. So I had these those drawings <laughs> or whatever, and. I was, you know, I've done some digging around there to do the, the drawings for the permits for the barn. Yeah. And so I had a reasonable idea of where everything should be. And he put his like shovel down. I'm like, well, it's, it goes like in a line between these two. So you might want to try over here first and immediately just scraped right into the, the cover of the drywall. First dig. Like think. Yep. Nice. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> I'm glad I'm helping here. Yeah. Now you know. So. Yeah, well, there's another one after that, so yeah. that's still a mystery. I mean, it's they're all in line. Yeah, okay. but it's all replaced. It's all done. It's all buttoned up. You yeah. got to worry about it for now. Good. Until it cuts in that tree. Yeah, I don't know. Until Why? that tree cuts into the thing again. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, the roots were growing in, so there's like septic tank itself, and then yeah. there's like the cover. I think it was growing between the wall and went into the pipe. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's, it's just finding good its path stuff. to the, the juice. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably growing even faster once it gets into the sauce yeah. there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure it takes off once it gets into that. Yeah. All the nutrients. It's, yeah. Yeah. Little old poop tree. It's old poop tree. Old poop tree. It needs a sign now. You can't cut it down. You got to yeah. put a sign on it. Yeah, the poop Little, tree. The poop tree. Yeah. It's solely maybe, surviving off. Maybe there's the a way I can just like cut the roots that are on the septic side of it and like leave it. Yeah, it'll just grow it, back. I mean, eventually, maybe. I mean, it'll probably get you by for quite some time. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I'm probably good for quite some time as, as long is. as you probably live here. But right. Yeah. We also right. put the pipe in further, so it isn't like right up against the wall. It's not flush anymore. Yeah. So you put it zigzagging under. What do you mean? <laughs> Goes from A to B. How'd you make it further away? No, further into the tank. Oh, I see. So okay. I can't just like reach around the corner there. And... 
made a little little maze for the tree there, a little poop tree. Yeah, he can't get, can't get his nutrients <laughs> yeah, so easily. It was like hamster experiments. You got to check right, in on right. it later, see if he's figured it yeah. out. Yeah, so actually there, there's, an a, there's an access hole on, on top of the tank so you can get in there. and like, yeah. If I wanted to, I could just dig down to that and clear it out. But, you know, whatever. It's also like old clay pipe, so. Oh, really? Yeah, that shit's it's never lasts anyway. It's always broken. Nah. Well, how much did it cost you? You were concerned about the cost. I was. You were. It's not too bad. You also don't have to Less say than five. live on a podcast. No, you don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I think it was a totally reasonable price. They did a good job in and out. 800 bucks. Oh, that's no a, shit. Yeah, that's killer. I was, like, I was expecting at least like 2500 yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what I was expecting. Well, I have to spend. That's what I was expecting, too. But then when you said two hours, I'm like, okay, it's going to be a lot cheaper. I still thinking yeah. 1000 bucks would have been pretty standard for lugging yeah. an excavator out and doing exactly, that so yeah. it's what you're saying too he's like sometimes i'm out here for half a day trying to find people's you know lines and stuff yeah and it's 500 bucks to dig it up that's it right whether yeah. they find it in two seconds or three hours like well, oh wow that's so like a ruin your whole post. yard yeah. Oh, yeah. i wouldn't do for that 500 dollars until they find it yeah yeah i guess you both lose right yeah <laughs> yeah i mean if they gotta go through your whole yard yeah it'd be plus it was like kind of rainy that day wasn't it oh they tr- that's they weren't going to show up till the next day yeah and the, the guy called me in the morning was like hey can we like come out or like then we can get there before the rain and everything and yeah. basically he got the pipe replaced and it started pouring yeah <laughs> it just had a puddle so, to fill no it was fine oh, i mean okay. once he unblocked the sewage it was a sewage puddle oh, nice <clears throat> stinky well fortunately it was mostly water because the, the tree keeps drinking the sewage part. <laughs> Pretty much, I guess. <laughs> Poop tree. I don't know. Yeah, but that's what it was supposed to be draining and couldn't. So yeah, it was mostly right, water. Right. So. Well, good. Not too bad, then. No. Yeah. Tolerable. Pretty. That's tolerable. But uh, yeah, I think uh, besides Kevin's poop tree. Oh, for a while there, I was like, man, this little bowl that's in here be pretty fun to oh, rip a mini quad around the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Just like just add it to the list. Moto four pit of doom or something. <laughs> we can Ooh, make like one ride of those. the ride the wall. Yeah, we could make one of those. That would be easier than building one up. Maybe. Yeah, dig it out. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're doing a two bar thing. Whatever you dig out, you can add to the sides and really get it going pretty quick. With proper drainage. Yeah, that's gonna be the trick. Let's hook it up to the drywall. Yeah, because then it's just Boom. gonna end up being a pond. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. When it rains a lot, it's a pool. We can go yeah. swimming. And when it rains, it <laughs> or it's a pond. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's, it's funny a, how those things bog. are like constructed because you just kind of shove the pipe into a, a hole, basically yeah. that went into the drywall, and then just like stuff some rocks around it, and that was it. Yeah, there's no like, yep, hard seals or anything. So like, really, it's it's gonna drain water pretty well. Yeah, just groundwater. So you could dig if if you dig a hole, a bowl into the side of your hill up there and then just put a PVC drain at the bottom coming out to the bottom of the hill. Uh, that wouldn't work. You can make like a half <clears throat> giant bank in the side of the hill there. I guess. I got to dig a hole still, but. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, you had a tunnel going to the back. Ooh. <laughs> Let's go. Right, oh, where that, right, where that, right where that jump, like the fucking hill is. Oh man, that'd be so good. That's aggressive. A riding tunnel That's right so through sick. the middle. Dude, that'd, like be so, of a mini that'd be so good. <laughs> and then we could do like fucking daredevil shit. It'd be crazy. I'm into it. 
Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. That was that would be such a huge operation, but I feel like it'd be a ton of fun. Because like, how it'd often be a ton of fun until one of our dumbasses rides through it and hits the wall and it collapses on us and kills us. No, you'd have you to, to shore it up and do all yeah. the things. But We're engineers, you know, we could think we could oh, figure shit. this out. Yeah, you could just get like some of that big ass culvert pipe and just put that there. We could fit many quads through that. Them big fuckers, they use oh, it for, no. Yeah, that's probably the cheapest way through. Yeah, that's the cheapest it. way. Uh, plus, it's the most structurally sound. It sounds maybe massively expensive. Yeah, it does. We got to ride through a tunnel. Shovels. Yeah, but it's a tunnel. We could put like LEDs in it. RGBs, bro. It could be like the party tunnel. You're you have branches into off into could, the tunnel. I'm thinking of like uh, cost-effective solutions here, where you take like tree branches and bend them over and tie them together or something. Oh no, I'm talking oh, no. through the earth. I, yeah. I understand. Yeah, I'm trying just to get a giant auger. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a week's worth of work. I'll Let bring me my pickaxe. I'll just bring over my fucking mine drilling equipment. <laughs> well, call, call, Maybe you can rent one. I no, don't know. You should just call, call the bro that did your septic and be like, hey, bro, you want to do an extracurricular project? Go. I, I, the next I mean, I think, get a yeah, small I think it's one. over here. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> through this hill. Just keep going, side. man. Yeah. It's got to be in there somewhere. 500 bucks, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, what are we doing this for again? tunnel would be cool though that would be so cool that would be cool that's like the most plausible place to ever make it happen in my life i really feel like we couldn't like i don't know why we couldn't make like a tabletop with like one of those giant culver pipes and like just throw some dirt over it that'd be that'd be just as good i'd be into that technically be a tunnel okay it's just something like we could make the figure eight more figure eight but with like a a tabletop and like a tunnel i mean get one yeah yeah just gotta find them on the side of the road. Just yeah, roll it on the trailer. Figure mm-hmm. out how to get it back. I feel yeah. like that giant plastic pipe is like really expensive, though. It must be. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. I don't know. I was at a. I mean, party that's all we need. Slip and slide made of one of those. I guess so, you really wouldn't need that much besides that and some dirt. How big you talking? Was it already there? Big enough to ride a mini quad through? So like <laughs> as big as us? I didn't get the backstory. No, yeah. it wasn't quite that big, but yeah. it was it's big. Like slip and slide size is you know maybe two foot diameter. This is uh, probably three. You gotta look this up. <sighs> Three foot diameter. Bit. Yeah, we're talking like. But I mean, ten. it's gotta be like a what? A six feet? foot culver pipe, right? Like one of them plastic johnnies. Six yeah. foot tall. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. six would probably do it. Six yeah. would be fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's enough. I mean, we're sitting like this. You can stand up. It's gonna be cozy. Yeah. yeah. You never know. Let me know when you got one, Dave. Put that's it. A, that's we'll like a Craigslist. In. Come take my junk find. That's what that is. Although, like, if you use a bigger one, then you can do loop de loops. Ooh, no. See, no, no loop de loop. I don't think. I feel like that's like a plywood thing. We're gonna need a big hill for that. You would need a you would need the hill run up. Oh, for yeah. or the uh, the YZ80 motor Oh yeah, the race motor It's hundred percent chance of death. <laughs> hit the power band right at the bottom. Mike's gonna have two broken collarbones. Right. Smack the lip. <laughs> Smack the lip. Well, <laughs> bam. No, no one gets the reference. Yes, oh, we, we get to. We get yeah, it. I'm, I'm still processing okay. the injuries that are possible. <laughs> all of them. Yeah, but all of all the of exciting things that could happen though. Pretty much everything shy of death. I'd be potentially death, maybe possibly death. I mean, if you're going real fast and you whack your head on it hard enough, or if you sure. just like lose it when you're in the upside down, high <laughs> chance of paraplegia. Yeah, broken neck. Yeah, but a tunnel. But it's a cool tunnel. Yeah, <laughs> Let's whatever. start with the tunnel. Yeah, We're gonna tunnel. start with the tunnel. Tunnel, tunnel, tunnel. <laughs> yeah, we can ratchet strap pillows to everyone's body or something. I, I mean, I'm just saying for the figure eight, like back there. <laughs> yeah, then you could, it'd be less death figure eight. Yeah. Well, maybe. Depends how wide our entryway is for going over top of it. Yeah, no, no sharp edges. I ran an excavator again. Yep. Yeah. That was two hundred fifty bucks for a day. 
I think we, we could cranked totally that out in a day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we could definitely get that. 250 bucks for that. No problem. What, maybe like five, six hundred bucks for a giant oh, tube? Dueling excavators. <laughs> that should be a TV series. I'd be. watch that. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's kind of like Battle Bots, but with heavy equipment and potentially teamwork. Yeah. Oh, that would be sick to watch. <clears throat> I think Battle Bots starts again soon. It does. I, think I just I saw that. Was it last week? Yeah. Already going. Nice. Speaking of Battle Bots, I saw this. <laughs> What is up with this? The uh, the hydraulic car battles. Have you seen that before? I've seen that. Oh, yeah. Where they like smash each other's oh, yeah. shit up. Yeah, they try and like, jump the, on each other. Yeah, it was like the yeah. first time I saw it on the internet like two days ago. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I was like, it's like that. battle bots for car guys. We talked about that like uh, a year or really? so ago. Yeah. On the podcast for sure. Huh. But yeah. I don't remember this at all. Awesome to watch. Seems terrible to I know. Like, build why? something for. Yeah, it, it makes sense. <laughs> I feel like a lot of those cars are just stripped out, though, and like they're just like, they just yeah, have yeah. the hot, you can like, transfer all the important stuff yeah. over to something else. Yeah. And don't even have engines in them or whatever, but. but hey. That's kind of cool. I was like, that's kind of weird. I don't think I'd do it, but. It was fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. For sure. The air ones jump like yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, you know, full on scuba tanks in there. You just go, and it goes, whoop. Yeah. However many feet in there it's crazy sound effects did it yeah that's yep. what made it for, for sure mm-hmm. and then whoop. that was a pretty spot on spot on i can mimic your noises dave that's crazy <laughs> they're not yeah, yeah that's, that's most of them it's eating noises <laughs> all right it's only funny when i do it <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. all right well now we've settled question. the debate of the hole that was in the backyard and has oh. been filled in since now so we're we, on to the tunnel dive into the the topic here yeah uh the topic is how right how can we prevent drifting from becoming expensive or why is drifting becoming so expensive how do we stop it from being so expensive yeah well as a competition sport keep in mind like you can drift somewhat affordably it's like they're talking the topic came up because uh chelsea denelfa and uh rad dan were did a little youtube video on Kind of like how you can cut the costs out and still be a competition series and try to make it a little more viable for sponsors to hang around because they're losing sponsors, you know, like Falcon just dropped out and stuff like that. Because you got to think they have to bring, what, 400 tires at least if they have a couple Some drivers mm-hmm. for a weekend. Yeah. And think that many? Like three they cars? Said they did six. If there were six cars. Six cars. Then it six was. Six drivers, yeah. Yeah, six drivers was. Something I think like I that. Said three three eighty or something like three hundred eighty yeah, tires. Like how they did the math. But yeah. Right. That's if you can bring all the same size. Yeah. Like. Eef. And they're not. And they're yeah. not. Yeah. So it's three fifteens, two ninety fives, all right. that stuff. So. Uh, it gets complicated quick. Never mind the fact that you're shelling out. So. Tires. Uh, so I think there there's two totally different aspects of this. I think well, that was, we were talking about, and and I, and it was funny because if you watched an interview, I think. Dan and Chelsea were talking about two totally different aspects and never really kind of aligned on the same thing. I mean, there you know, are Dan, Dan was talking about, you know, the, the sponsorship engagement and all that, that side of things and how to bring sponsors to it and keep them right. and keep the sport growing. Meanwhile, Chelsea's like trying to figure out how you can participate inexpensively, yeah. which there it's, are, there is some overlap, but he's, but you know, he, yeah, some of the, I think those two things are pretty different. The, the, I think the bigger thing is trying to bring in more viewership. And that's what yeah. I feel like Dan's focus was. And mm-hmm. I, I can see that. It's like, how do you make it more of a spectator sport, bring it to more of the masses, mm-hmm. make it more popular, and mm-hmm. then you will get bigger and better sponsors yeah. because and of that. I, and I agreed with 
Dan on that, and, you know, because yeah. Chelsea made the comment. He's like, oh, well, you know, like, what's how, how do you do that? Like, is, or is anybody interested in TV or is like, you know, when everything's on streaming? And I'm like, well, I don't know if you try and compare it to to motorsport. I mean, they mentioned NASCAR, but if you compare it to like Formula One or something like that, yeah. like that's on TV and that's, you know, there's so, so, so much money in it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I think I do kind of think you need to be on TV. Yeah, let's look at what yeah, I think a formula to. a pro level car costs right now because that's like important to establish, mm-hmm. right? I think Dan said he was spending somewhere around a hundred thousand dollars a year. No, insurance program. They were no, one eighty no. is what he said. It's like the minimum you yeah. could run a successful program. Yeah, oh, the car itself is like two fifty, pretty easy. Like yeah. the on cost top, of the on car. top of the one eighty. <clears throat> yeah, no, that's the just cost running costs for a, a season. Yeah, okay. just one eighty. So it's like upwards two hundred for that car. Yeah, yeah. I don't see that. I mean, I guess they're if talking you're like spares and everything too. I think. But yeah, spares. Sure. Okay. okay. So yeah. what? You're so talking you're... roughly like let's say like four fifty, five hundred grand a year. No, like, no, no, no. No, you're what? not building a car every year. You're building a car if enough things change. Yeah, okay, you need yeah, to build yeah. a new car. Or you want to or whatever. For whatever and obviously, reason. like sponsors help with <clears> some of this cost, so it's not right. real money. For I mean, it is like if you want to go it do is. it. Yes, yeah, someone's you know. money. If someone wanted to just buy their way in mm-hmm. which people do yeah so they do they absolutely do. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that's something i wanted to bring up too is that like having a lower cost of <clears throat> operation at this level would bring in a lot more talent mm-hmm. i think i think so because too. there's more you know the field opens up yeah and it would get it would seed out the people that are just there with money mm-hmm. yeah for and sure. there's like a pretty solid few examples of those that the guys that are just there all the time i think yeah I think never most really... of them i mean that's probably 10 percent that are there just like you there's know, a handful in the pack there's some that are pushing I, the budget i mean there, know, there's but... some that clearly just have the money mm-hmm. right but on the on the opposite spectrum of that too is like are those the same people that are drawing viewership to the sport from their own media outlets? i don't think so not i don't think they're doing a lot because they're not mm-hmm. like super interesting people in the game like okay. they're just like i i mean i'm sure they have plenty of followers but not on the same level that like Denofa has yeah, right? yeah. lz even not that he's done super particularly well in any of the but he's really bringing enough to the a table different, where he's got a different following right yeah that's right. what but i'm I mean, saying like viewership at, equals dollars yeah but i mean like look so. at osmo who you know wins frequently you know he doesn't have like youtube or anything like that yeah. i mean they he's on stuff but doesn't? he's not I think I he does. Well, maybe, but, but not as not, popular. That's not his primary, you know, <laughs> right. focus. Uh, and then they did mention that too, and they were talking about like you know a lot of the people, you know, seventy five percent or more of the people participating. That's like also um, not sustainable as like a primary source of income or anything like that. It's not paying the bills. Like everybody right. else has some other form of income, and that's I'm sure that's part of it. The social presence and and yeah. the YouTube and all that is like paying for some people or. Or you know, just day jobs or whatever right. it may be. Yeah, Donald said he had like thirty people on his team, twenty people on uh, RTR. RTR. Yeah. Okay. That's well, the, they're supporting the same cars, so that makes sense, I guess, right? Well, no, they have two different teams for the cars because if they're both out there and they both break, you need to be able to handle both. So I'm sure there's some overlap, but there is more people to run two cars by a long shot. So. And Dan's team was five. Yeah, Dan's running five. I mean, it's, RTR is a different level so, of competitor. Right. So what do you think? Uh, That's an arrive and drive for Denofa, more right. or less. Yeah. And then 
you know. I mean, they're on totally different, like completely yeah, Dan, different levels. Yeah, and Dan was saying he's like he still drives his own truck, you know, pulls, oh, yeah. his, pulls his stuff out there and everything. So yeah, I mean. So what do you think Denofa's operating costs are? A lot. I mean, well, you mean Von Gittin's operating costs? Sure. You know yeah. What I mean? Whatever. Like, I mean, to run that team, to run that car for the year, with that level of support and that level of you know transportation, people hauling your stuff around, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I, I, couldn't, I, feel like I this, couldn't take a guess at it, really. I, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I kind of feel like this also makes the sport interesting because it's not really like a... there's Yes, there's an entry-level cost to like have some sort of team, right? Like You're obviously paying for that, but at the same time, there's like lower-end people that can still partake. <clears throat> if lower-end is $200,000... Of operating, well, I mean, like, that's no, what I'm not. saying. Like, like, I mean, <laughs> one of the most interesting things about the series is the lack of restriction around what you can do with the car. Yeah, right. right. What vehicle and what power plant is that interesting? I think yeah, so. because yeah. what what other racing series has that level of freedom? Yeah, but you don't even get to like look at that as much. Like, it doesn't highlight any of that stuff. Yeah, I think it's interesting, but you know, when do they talk about you're know, like looking at people's suspensions yeah. or engine setups or like, you know, yeah, sure. They do the little thing in the beginning that says, yeah, it has this many horsepower and you yeah. know, maybe they'll mention what engine it's running, but I would love to see more of that. Yeah. But I, I do think, think they it's need interesting, to inspect that. That'd be cool. I, I don't think that's, I don't think that's drawing any, I think more attention to the sport. I think that's the only thing worthwhile in it. Like I think, yeah, they should definitely cover it better. Yeah. But like, that's the main it's, I don't know. If don't, everything was an S chassis, no one would give a shit. I yeah. agree with, we, well, yes, there, you need that differentiation. But like, for, I, I I agree with you, but I don't think that's true for a lot of people. Yeah. Watching, <sighs> watching drifting. You don't think that they relate to a certain kind of car? Yes. And that, yeah, know. they want to see different cars. But no, I'm no, just no, saying, no, it's like, not even that they want to see something different. So they're rooting for like the chassis that they're passionate about. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of variation in the field versus any other racing series pretty much unless you're looking at like i don't know look at nascar that has put a different body on everything else and for for you know as much as they show when you're watching a drift event like that's that's they could be just different shells on these things like how would you know the difference because of the they don't go into youtube and the like the following that these people have because it's such a tight-knit group you know you're not following like maybe well a nascar guy i mean would, would be following that individual NASCAR team they're interested in, but they're not interested in like what that chassis differences to to the next guy, right? It, well, it that, I mean, matter. If, if that's true, then that's like a I huge, think, huge piece of the pie that, yeah. that Formula Drift is missing out on if they're trying to increase viewerships and bring in sponsors is co- highlighting that. Yeah. You know what I mean? If yeah, everybody, because it, if it hits going the to, enthusiast standpoint. Well, yeah, but, like, if, but if, if you have to go to like Adam LZ's YouTube yeah. to like learn about his car and his build and everything, then well, okay. the missed opportunity there. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, if you can watch it on Formula Drift and they're given like a like, let's say if they like interviewed people beforehand and they were like, oh, give us like a build breakdown real quick, yeah. and like if you did something like that, it'd be interesting. I mean, and I know like a lot of people don't like the way that, or, or usually what happens when people go to Motor Trend, yeah. but. If say Formula Drift was on Motor Trend, and then you know you could, it, you know, there's like there was that crossover that Motor Trend has between all their different like shows and everything. Yeah, I yeah. think that would help for drawing in the sponsors and everything because they talked about like needing, you know, big money to come in and like you know paid advertisement slots and all that other stuff that you see with typical sports. Yeah, yeah, just so. it, yeah, bring in more coverage because yeah, yeah, if you can cover the event better, <clears throat> you're gonna get vendors that are more interested in putting their name on shit that's mm-hmm. out there. Yeah, it's like just unrelated a, vendors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think was it Chelsea that mentioned that like 
or maybe it was Dan. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, they mentioned like sports events where you have like an insurance company mm-hmm. yeah. right. lined around the the court or NBA court or something. And it's like that has nothing to do with what's going on here, mm-hmm. but they're dumping money into right. it. Right. You need Probably like the Home Depot livery and yeah. like that type of shit. Like that type of sponsor could be viable is if that there gonna, was more coverage. I was going to say no, but that, that money goes to formula drift as yeah. an entity or the channel or something like yeah. that that it would be hosted on the teams don't yeah. benefit that much from that but i mean like the themed cars like you see nascar's that have like a themed would. that sponsorship but so it's the same level once you bring in those vendors <laughs> they're trying to get into the event no matter how like yes. whether it's on a car or on the wall yeah. or but you, you need that like whole entity to kind of make the deal with a big company and then that's kind of where they start like spreading it out yeah. exactly so, yeah. i wouldn't mind seeing like a home depot drift car being like <laughs> right you know it'd be kind of the, the thing you want to avoid is uh, getting like super corporate about it yeah mm-hmm. yeah because then everyone starts whining you know somebody has well, this and then it turns into like a spec series and that's well, not i, I mean yeah. i think that's i think part of the issue a lot of teams especially like entry-level teams face is when you're reaching out to big companies i mean what do you have to offer as somebody right. who's trying to get into the sport right. too so like I mean, there's it's almost there's a requirement to have pros like and cons. <laughs> a solid YouTube following yeah. to I get know, into like yeah. these level of sponsorships. No, and I stuff. don't like that. But I mean, that's just self marketing, really. I mean, you can't. Yeah, it is a platform to self market. Well, not. So. I mean, people are gonna. I mean, obviously, like companies but that want to make money are gonna gravitate no other, towards that. No but if you want to get into Formula Drift, yeah. so you're good, and you're doing all this other stuff. You're doing all these like other other competitions or whatever. Yeah. You need like bankroll. And, but also you're interested in is driving. Like maybe you're not even doing anything interesting on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Like you shouldn't have to go out and like market yourself and create this like bullshit YouTube channel that you're honestly not even I mean, how else are you going to get, get, get money? That's not, well, look at any other sport. Yeah. That's not you're funded good. by a YouTube channel. I don't know. I mean, yeah, not by a YouTube channel, but like there's something, there's clearly like, athletes that never got their break that are just as good as pro athletes so i mean it's the same everyone who's good at driving can't just you know start driving right they don't always get adopted by a company that's like here drive our car right Right. and that's your big break that you know not everyone gets and that's life unfortunately and i don't think there's really other than rtr any companies out there that are doing that what they drive and drive style thing actively like scooping up drivers yeah just scooping up just drivers oh yeah. no i mean that's what papa Docs does he has paid drivers like yeah they didn't both of his drivers didn't start at papa Docs. no they didn't right and neither did the rtr drivers so well i mean they kind of did. did i guess because it's his company but right other, yeah. and I he mean, started there yeah okay so but he started so the, the only thing so i guess if you can start your own Pro, <laughs> like, I mean, at the end of the, your own the program, day. like that's pretty wild. He's also right. running off road programs and everything else. Like yeah. that's a whole business venture in sure. itself. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, let's be honest, drifting is not a, an expensive sport, anyways. I mean, the uh, more I, I sorry, disagree what? in in what it's, way. It's, it's very. I mean, I like if you were going to do that level of drifting, it wouldn't be. It would I mean, be, what, I mean if, you, if you compare it to football, what do you need to to fund to play football? Like you, I, I mean, wait, you yeah, said it's. Uh, hold on, you said it's not expensive. I said it's. Fuck. Uh, no, yes. it is expensive. Like it's. You said not. You expensive. said it's not expensive. Oh my bad. Yeah, it's, it's the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> it's very much expensive. Yeah, no, I know that. <laughs> like, wait a minute. What do you? Sorry, I must. Yeah. Uh, what kind of math are you doing? Yeah. 
Like, man, I know what it takes for me to go to a grassroots event. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, trying to figure out like yeah, what like, kind of sport you're comparing this to, where you you think something else is more expensive. Because like that's off road racing. I think oh no, yeah. that's all right. Yeah. That's a equally, if not more expensive. Yeah. Oh, or more expensive. Uh, yeah. Most likely, very, very much more. Yeah, especially if you're trying to run like a trophy truck or something. Like, yeah. you know, big, big money. So. So I don't know the the part of the the conversation there was how can we bring things down to a well here's the the thing I really gravitated towards that Chelsea was on about is right now the cars are so lethal right now like that it's hard to drive close because mm-hmm. they're so twitchy they're so gripped up right that's where I was you're going with this. on the limit. Right, it just the tires lead right? it this way. Well, so it's not even you. tires; just everything about the car is just gripped up, ten tenths. Like you can't get smooth and like you know put on the show he'd like to put on. Yeah, and it's it's partially because it's so unlimited, and you just kind of do whatever. I mean, yeah, they right. they restrict you in some ways, but like that gap is what prevents, like Kevin was saying, new talent from coming and trying. Right? Yeah, because like right. how are you going to compete with a thousand horsepower oh, reliable? Yeah. Well, just yeah. reliable loose terms, but you know, but yeah. in a pro series, like ideally everyone's putting tire marks down the door the entire way around. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you're a pro, the elite driver, like well, you should, there's, it doesn't look like it is that difficult. You know what I mean? Because there's such a variance and they can be far apart and you can run away from each other. You're like, Oh, well, he just fucked up versus, you know, a pro driver. You'd expect it to be like, Holy shit. They're close the whole time. Yeah. I can't even get that close most of the time. It's just a difference in cars, a difference in yeah, grip. He was saying, like, yeah, he's looking at some of the prospect stuff, and he's like, they look at most at times better than the pro drivers because of, you know, yeah. they're not they're not so gripped up. They they, yeah. they have a spec one tire. tiny mistake makes them you know a huge gap between them. Right. So mm-hmm. what's then going to be like the differentiation between different levels? Because again, like formula, you know, you have a bunch of different formula one, two, three, you know, right. all, and all those other, you have to keep kids coming up from like karting and all that other stuff. Right. And of course, everything else doesn't really have the viewership, but there's very clear differences in like the types of cars, the power and all the, all yeah, those where, things. So, where they get so, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. It's kind of the same. It's, it's the same ultimately thing. the same thing, you know, if, racing's expensive, no yes. matter where you're looking at it from. Yeah, so it's big, big, just big money. Um, so, and I mean, they're, they're doing their best in formula to try and like reel it in and cap spending and everything to try and make it like more interesting, more competitive. But, um, I mean, not that I agree with everything that they do, but yeah, there's uh, two rules heavy. That's like the, the other end of the spectrum. I mean, ultimately it would get there. Like if drifting was big enough, the same thing would happen. Right. You'd have um, different calibers of car. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, to that point, you know, if you wanted to restrict power and you wanted to restrict tire and all that, like what's the, what's the motivation or how, how do you go from pro spec to formula drift then? Like, and how, how do you determine who competes in what? Right. I mean, I, I, I liked his idea of like basing it around a tire, like not spec chassis, not spec power. Don't try to reel it in that way. Just reel it in by tire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can have 2,000 horsepower, but if you're stuck with a 255, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You're going to have essentially yeah, equal yeah. speed. No, that kind of makes sense. It kind of limits people that are at a higher end. And Well, I mean, like you can put more power in it. It'd be a little easier to drive, but like mm-hmm. it also makes it obtainable for someone at a lower power to have a similar speed and be able to put on a good show Yeah, and not have to rip through million-dollar 315s 
every two laps. Yeah. I I get that from a competitive standpoint, but I don't get it from a cost perspective. Like Shh. the tire itself might be a little bit cheaper. Well, they're they were, not even paying for it. That's the thing. It's like you're not I, lowering oh, no, the cost that way. The, the whole thing they were talking about is all like subjective because they're not paying for a lot of this out of pocket anymore because of their sponsorships. But right. I'm saying if you did, I thought the whole the whole concept of it was I thought about like trying to reel in the cost of drifting. Right. Particularly in Formula D. But I mean, so, it trickles down is kind of their point right. by limiting it that way. Is like right now, the, what makes it really expensive is they're ripping through like a lot of hard parts. Yeah. Like they're breaking yeah. quick yeah, changes. Yeah. Now they're on big boy quick changes. They're breaking all sorts of weird stuff because the car is so gripped up and lethal. Mm-hmm. Never mind the fact that if you're wrecked because it's a savage. Yeah. I mean, the tires will, you're going to go through two, uh, a tire or a set of tires every two laps no matter what because that's what you have to. That's the limit. Like you have to be able to make it two laps yeah. on a set. Right. Mm-hmm. So everyone's going to ride that limit of. Yeah. I mean, regardless of what tire it is, they're going to use two tires. They're going to use the whole thing though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All the time. So, I mean, like like that that cost aspect of it doesn't decrease, but I get what you're saying. You're like, well, you don't have to build as gnarly of an engine. You don't have to have a beefy as a transmission, things like that. But I yeah, mean, you can, or if anything, you it like improves it reliability. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's That was his point on that too. Is like, mm-hmm. yeah, I already have a pro car that is, would be dead nuts reliable mm-hmm. on, you know, turn down a little bit with a gripped up 255 yeah. versus, you know, I can run a 255 Trying to it. and I don't know. I mean, do, I'd do, probably start breaking stuff. Do you think that's still going to leave a gap though, between like being competitive and saving money? Like, cause ultimately if you're allowed to have like an, just an overbuilt motor, the yeah. sequential gearbox, like all the baddest parts that are way overkill for the power or the tire, you know, are those, is that, Financial gap just going to s- separate, you know, the bottom from the top of the pack that and much like, more. That, it that shouldn't change your speed that much, though. Is kind of the point. Like, yeah, you can you can be good. Well, but- that could be bad too, because if it eliminates some of the competitiveness, like between it, then it's kind of. I mean, that's half the viewership too. It should I'm increase sure people the are, competitiveness. Yeah, I think it, it would should. increase the competitiveness okay. versus you know someone with the most money with absolute savage equipment right. going out there and killing it every time versus, you know, someone who's a really skilled driver mm-hmm. can make it work yeah. on something that's lower power. It pulls down the, the money buying yeah. quickness. Well, the power. mandatory like entry fee of like yeah. having high dollars, a thousand horsepower at least. Yeah. Which isn't the case for everyone, but it's pretty damn close. It's up yeah. There. Yeah. You're in the, like the that, lowest number I've really seen is like seven. Yeah. yeah, and it's like mid seven. Some light cars, like, and that's yeah. like pretty doable, you know. For well, yeah, on a two fifty five, five hundred, six hundred horse would be like pretty awesome and yeah. dead nuts reliable because that's every LS. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't know, plenty of plenty of opportunity to make that reliable. Yeah, I don't know what the answer is. I uh, think all things said, but like it's just it's just too early. Like that, you need. Yeah, it comes back to like needing the big money yeah. investment into the sport in general for it to grow. But, and but I, that's the thing. Uh, the full circle aspect that made it hit home to me was like to bring those people in, you need to put on a better show. Yeah. If you could put on a better show with everyone limited to a similar tire, everyone can get closer. Speeds are similar. Like it's more competitive. I just, I work like, so to put on a, yeah, you can you can close the field of people that are already in it. But again, like, you know, you, you can you can get into it for like a cheaper overall cost possibly, right. but at the end of the day, like there's just not going to be a way to have 
more people in the sport to keep it interesting because I mean, it already takes forever to go through a bracket. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's a whole weekend thing of, you know, 32 drivers and yeah, but it just brings like the competitive level up. Yeah, but the efficient, you're saying it to run an efficient event that people are interested in. I don't think they have to change the amount of people driving. I mean, I think you kind of, you have to give if people you, a chance I mean, to get yeah. into it. You, they do have a chance. They also, that's my biggest gripe with watching is that it takes forever. And there's so much time that things aren't happening. I mean, so much time. You need like a specific track to like clean that up though. Like if you could swap between two different hot tracks, yeah. like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Or, I mean, if you can grid them effectively, where as soon as someone's out, you can run the next group no matter what, have them staged and ready to go. Yeah, that would be kind of they cool. They have work have to like do that. on that part, for sure. Yeah. That's, I mean, I think that's maybe that's a big deterrent for, for like sponsors and things like that. Maybe, like, and again, I mean, like, we're not working I'm, with like, you know, NBC production well, I understand. Uh, quality level, you know. But that's NBC the thing would to cover make, it if it was a well run event, though. Possibly. True, yeah. It's chicken and egg. Maybe it's, they could run the event better if it was covered by. Exactly. That's yeah, a it production is. company. I might tell you, it's the chicken and the egg. Which I mean, which well, one comes I first? I can tell you that NBC isn't going to put the money in to see, hopefully, see it do well. You know, right. it's kind of you kind of need to prove. You need to be able to run it better. So, yeah. like, even if someone came in with a different series that isn't Formula Drift, yeah, but is similar and restricted, and you can put on an event that holds well, like, look, Clutch Kicker was take, was yeah, like competing with over. Formula Drift pretty good, and they were starting to get nervous about it. Yep. So, yeah, if you could figure that part out. And have a good show. Yeah, I mean, right. That's what everybody's going to do. Because I mean, all of a sudden, spend that'll money start. On, yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's all of a sudden that will start having money and being able to pay people. Yeah. And that's what, now. I mean, that's just, so you think it's I basically mean, like, just the production quality at this point that's keeping people the level of interest that I they need just, to have. I was trying to switch gears to like you know, of course, we've talked about the cars, and of course, we can just repeat everything that yeah. they said in their interview, which is interesting. You should watch it regardless. But you know, on the flip side of that, bringing viewers to the sport, like yeah. making it more of a spectacle. Yeah, how do you do that? that? Like, why does that's NASCAR, what I'm saying? Why does I mean, NASCAR have? So I many would followers? not want to. I mean, okay, don't get. Well, they I would want time. It's more. It's yeah. had more time to like marinate and become. Of course, yeah. Something yeah, sure. people follow. Yeah, drifting's NASCAR drifting also has is still like very dedicated under, like tracks. it's still very underground. I mean, <laughs> At a high really level, not... it's ten years old. You know? Right. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, I mean, here, yeah, it's not. I mean, even in even overseas or anything, it's, it still hasn't been around nearly as long as other forms of racing. Yeah. But NASCAR started from bootleggers back in the day. Like, yeah, that's you got quite the run up there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hundred years or so now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what makes like Formula One interesting? The dollars. I don't know, man. I'm not really a Formula One guy. To be honestly, honest with you. what got me it. into it, it now was the whole Drive Netflix series. Yeah, yeah, because it gave you light on the drivers and put an understanding behind it for me. Yeah. So I mean, I the, how well that. that did. If you did a similar thing with Formula Drift, that's probably the cheapest and easiest way to broadcast it better. Yep. You did a series behind the scenes, looking at the drivers, looking all at all that. Which is where, like, some of these, like, you know, some of these YouTube people, like the content, like producer people, like, if they band together and like they did a series, like a docu series on like Formula Drift and like how it goes, like I mean, that uh, would get exposure anyway. Doesn't really I mean, make sense. How many followers does like LZ have? If we combined like the number of people that follow LZ and Denofa, whatever, all the top dudes, there's a ton of people. Yeah, there's no yeah, lack of ninety percent of people who watch LZ videos are just like there's you know, no lack of audience. Okay, whatever, just, they're still uh, watching Formula yeah. Drift. There's no uh, lack of I, no. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. There's no. I don't think there's a lack of audience. I know. I know he in particular brings a lot to Formula Drift, but I think of his viewership 
Mm, it's not that much. I, it's, don't I wouldn't think very many of them watch Formula Drift. They'll watch his video of how he did it, Formula Drift. But that's what I'm saying. But like he could, you could, you could use that to enlighten you, or educate, you know, viewers could, that maybe not, maybe aren't watching it yeah. regularly. I'm just saying, I wouldn't like, assume that. Yeah. yeah. I I think it is part of partially production, but I also think it's still very new and like it's growing. It has grown rapidly in like the last five or eight years, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it's going to con- continue to grow. Like, but, what, what, I mean, you went to that one FD event in Erie. Like, what was your opinion of that? Was it worth going to? Would you go again? If you're not so heavily invested in drifting, if you weren't right. as passionate about it, would yeah. it have been an event that you're like, hell yeah, I need to go to this every time? I mean, when... No, just like I, a yes or no. <laughs> I am too biased to answer that question. Okay. That's fair. That's, yeah, that's, yeah I, I agree. I think I I'd can't. be too invested in it because it's something i'm super into what they but. started to do at like the pro-am series is they're, they're they added like bounce houses for kids and like hot wheel of racing and <laughs> things to bring in like actual families and it seems to be working yeah yeah they're doing things to appeal to more than just the jabronis that show up because they drive also right right, right. Well, maybe they're making like your children busy for a full weekend if you ran your event better <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, I think I I think hold on because I think there's a if you make the sport for everyone, right, by including said things for you know teenagers and children, I think that allows them to be exposed to it at an early age. But it also why do kids want to go to a baseball game or a hockey game? You know, they they do the stupid things where they run around the bases and they're like, oh, kid, they're racing, whatever, like. Oh, you throw the hockey puck in the middle of the, yeah. the rink and maybe you can win something, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, I like, like bring more family people and that's dollar glizzies. That's a lot me. of dollars oh, yeah. coming in, though. Dollar really, love me some dollar glizzies. Oh, boy. If you're trying to orient things as far as trying to bring in money so that you can expand, that might be. I mean, the- right now that applies to a very niche group of people. Right, drifting in general, just mm-hmm. that's it's a very niche group. Well, the goal is for it to not be that's right. The and, point, and I but. think what Kevin is saying is like, you know, when you make it more of like a sporting type event where there's other things to do, it, it becomes more of a, hey, let's go to this thing this like weekend. A fair yeah, like them, it's like know? a, it's not like a. You might not plan to go to it, but like if it's in your area, you'd be like, yeah, okay, like yeah, it seems cool. I'll go to that. Like, so like yeah, I don't of know. course, if you think about it, you know, like. My dad watched NASCAR and everything, and and you know that's like a common that's like a common yeah. thing for you know a middle aged male to Boomer, watch, or, you know, and and so Boomer. I I think you know going back to Mike's point on making it more relatable and like having more background information, like I, I, as much as I hate to say it, like you know, but again, if it was on if there was some series on on Motor Trend or Netflix like Drive to Survive or something like that that did the background and all this stuff, because yeah. like could you go? Could your dad tell you how drifting works? Like how no, a competition no. works? Like what they do? My dad all? doesn't even know what drifting is. I right. have to explain it to most people. He don't yeah, know. Like, I know. They're like, oh, does this? Does this? Does it like matter how close you are? Or like, yeah. oh, do you oh, just you do, the, do a lot of smoke? Do burnouts? Because that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, if you know, if it was on something like that, yeah, and just like, oh, your channel flipping, or whatever, and it just you put start putting it in front of people, yeah, that's, I think gonna go a long way in terms of like engaging more people that wouldn't typically other because right yeah. now you have to look you have to look for true it. 
Well, I also oh, yeah. think it's also very, from an outside perspective, it is also a very difficult sport to understand. Mm-hmm. Like, it That's is. That's what I mean, it, like, yeah. It, it is because, like, you can watch it, and, like, if you're into cars, you're like, oh, cool, he's doing a thing around the thing. Yeah, like, you know, it's like... You, but you, at the end, you're just like, oh, right. look, that why guy won. Win? You don't yeah, know the point. Yeah, you don't like, know the point system. You don't I mean, know, they, like, the they, rules. They like, honestly do a good job of explaining yeah. usually why. Okay. So if you pay attention to what they're saying... Mm-hmm. That's it's out there. Okay, that's that's pretty regular, and they're gonna explain the layout and like how they they do that whole course run. Like, here's where you're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the important. This is the points breakdown. So it's all there. But but again, it's it's not in front of anybody. If you want to right. watch a drift event, either in person or online, you have to find it. Yeah. You have to know about it. So it's kind of like it's a, true. It's pretty not, exclusive it's not, in that is, way. Yeah, it's know? not like it's not advertised. Like you don't. You know, I'm not like hopping on the news and it's like nah 8 a.m wednesday night formula drift blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. like you know yeah. it's just you're just not you know it's a google search and you're like drift event stream sure yeah and yeah. then it's like you know unless you're look you're right unless you're looking for it you don't really find it so i think that's a big problem oh yeah i mean if you want it to grow that's yeah. i mean like the growth it'll escalate from there yeah. for sure drifting is out there i mean how i mean you can just search drifting in general and like sure. you're gonna find a gazillion different articles on google now finding viewership for yeah. like pro drifting or pro-am or fd or whatever you what have you boy like it's but the more i think about it now though if like uh if like formula drift pitched that like drive to survive thing for net to netflix or something like that yeah. man that would i think that'd be the biggest jump i think huge I'm surprised, like one of these. I'm surprised, that. like a yeah. Netflix or an HBO Max or something like that, or like even one of these smaller ones hasn't picked up on that yet. I mean, it's it's just well, you need lower. the production value, like, and like yeah. even Motor that, Trend. Like, why wouldn't survive. Motor Trend want to be involved? It's just more money for them. Yeah, no. I mean, you sh- they go after established stuff. It seems like yeah, but I also feel like at the same time, when you start to get into that, you bastardize it. You oh, start, no. you yeah. really start to get into that like corporate mindset of like yep. everything has to be regulated and blah blah blah. And that like, was my disclaimer. I hate to use Motor Trend as an example. No, because, I know, you know, but you know, it's like it goes back to like the Link ECU thing, right? Like everyone's you know having to use that. Like it's already kind of you know it has gone into that direction a little bit, but at the same time. It, kind of no. There's, they did only did that because they were searching for money. Yeah, yeah. that's like, a, that's a sponsorship thing that yeah, doesn't okay. do anything in terms of like leveling playing fields or anything no, like you're that. You're still in a similar amount of money for no matter what EC you're yeah. running. They yeah. just made it mandatory because Link sponsored the series. So, yeah. which would make and it sense. Change, yeah, it could <laughs> yeah. change. Oh God, that'd be such a. I mean, you're right. it could. Point, yeah, it could next change year. At any point. Link yeah. could be like, nah, not this year. Yeah, it and could then be like everybody's Caltech. Like, <laughs> yeah, Everybody's like, damn, I gotta rework my whole shit. I'm sure there's a contract for a couple of years, but yeah, yeah right. most yeah. likely. But yeah, it's kind of silly. But like, how do we? How do? How do larger brands like that get more involved and in all? Like, because once you have like that sponsorship dollar, well, I mean, they explained it in in the interview, yeah. and the, the big companies don't understand drifting. Or the, you know, you could be talking to a marketing guy well, who, right. who just flat out doesn't like it, thinks it's stupid. Right. Or, you know, like you have to explain everything to everyone. And Kevin was saying, yes, yeah, explain no, nobody, how drifting no, works. They, yeah. Nobody knows. How are we going to get our money out of this? Right. Right. See cargo <laughs> zoom, make smoky burnout. There's your logo on the side of it. That's how you make money. Yeah, how many it. people watch? Oh, I don't know. It streams in do 12 you, different places. Do you think, and you're gonna <laughs> yeah. I mean, like if there was one, like you're right, like NBC or ABS or yeah. whatever the news source that hosts NASCAR. I mean, yeah. it's like more than one, but do you think more people would watch if this tire rule came to fruition and the drivers I don't were think way closer. Are gonna, I don't think people are going to give a shit. It's not going to, I don't think it's going to, that's like an internal thing. If it changes how many people watch, it's going to be something like a natural 
shift. Like it's 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 not all of a sudden people aren't going to turn it on because nobody has any idea that there's even a tire restriction. Right. Uh, you know how who cares about rule changes? You know, you're you're in, in NASCAR. I mean, other than people who are like super into it already and already watch. So sure, maybe if people start driving closer, I think you'll get maybe a gradual increase in viewership. But I mean, it's not gonna it's not gonna bring in I crowds think, of people. I think it starts with the understanding of the sport in general. It starts I really with the understanding. I think it for does sure. because I, like without knowing it, going into it, you're like, what are they doing? Yeah, and. I think the caliber of competition will further it. If, right, you know that's what, what I'm mean? saying. It's, it's like more, and to do that, do we reduce cost of of like entry fee, basically? Because that's where we started, right? It was like, how do we save drifting from being this thing where like only people with a million dollars can come in and compete? Right. I mean, isn't that because most that, racing? Not at those levels. Yeah, televised <laughs> levels. Like, but guess. do you want it to I mean, be that? No, and that's the thing is like so that's what that's what that's like what I'm saying is do you want to gain do popularity? We want, do we want it to be popular and, and like, you want it to be cheaper? Right, it's never good. That's, those, that those two things don't correlate. Yeah. They don't. I work. think popular gets the more money it's going to bring. Yeah, in terms it just of, doesn't. Yeah, I, I, Inevitably, the sport is either going to become bastardized to a point th- where people are spending all of their money, or it's not going to be achievable by low. I think people. drifting as a whole will still benefit from that because like my my, right. my my question was you know when we we're talking about restricting horsepower, restricting tire, and everything is like okay, then what differentiates the different levels of drifting? Yeah. Nobody wants to like long term compete in. I understand. Nobody wants to compete long term in pro am though, because there's no money there. It's all in Formula D. But if that if that is a, it, it's a, it'll trickle down still. More people watch Formula D, then naturally people start watching all the other forms yeah. or if you're interested or competitions in yeah. of drifting. So, I mean, you prove that it's something that people are interested in it, that that works kind of on all levels. I think. Yeah, but yeah, that's you a need thing like too. a tiered setup so yeah. then you can lead into it. You can weed out some of the drivers because mm-hmm. if it becomes cheaper, you're going to have an influx of a shitload of drivers. That's going to hurt how, events. That's how Formula One works. I mean, you have to do you have to do a certain level of of you know have a certain performance right. on lower classes before you can get your license to be in Formula One and all that. As so. a driver, yes. Yeah. The companies are, then you have to get captain pick, companies that's so. also where you get picked up though i mean that's where they're looking like big teams and everything they're, they're watching those people so right i mean yeah you have an avenue to step up versus trying to do it all yourself mm-hmm. because you have a chance be it small of being selected if you're sure. talented enough yeah there's definitely opportunity for at least at this point for prospect to dial things back because those cars are out of control for what yeah, the they're level like, they're driving at. Yeah. Basically FD cars for some of them. I don't see any difference for most the most part. I well, think anyone in prospect at this point. Don't they have a tire cap? Isn't it 255? Yeah. yeah. It is. And that's what oh, that's what yeah, they think yeah. they're they're trialing. Right. They think maybe they're trialing that in prospect. Yeah. And then maybe they will implement that in FD. But what's more interesting to watch? What do you want to watch? I want to watch the best drivers is the trouble. Okay. So that's your goal. If right. you're into it, you want to Well, right. Be incentivized. I mean, I watching them drive the cars that are trying to kill them, that are super twitchy and hard to drive, like that seems that is more interesting to me. Like I, yeah, yeah I'm not interested in capping that. No, really, no. But, no, but like, it, in order to grow the sport, like maybe that is what needs to happen. But ultimately, I think that should be the fastest cars, the highest horsepower cars, and everything. Yeah. So everybody wants to watch the shit that's gonna kill you, yeah, or could kill you, yeah. Like everybody, yeah. I mean, that's of drifting. It's yeah. you know they did the comparison to Group B, and that's. Yep. Yeah, very much the case. Everybody Holy loves Group shit. B, so. Wow. Okay, so as of, this is maybe old, uh, 2021 Formula Drift Pro Spec season, all vehicles will be exclusively using the GT radial 
Champiro SX2RS tires. They must be purchased from tire stacks. Sponsorships <laughs> of teams is up to the discretion of the official tire supplier. Tire pricing will be $120 per tire, including delivery, mounting, and trackside support. That's I mean, crazy. That's, not, that's I'm paying more not, than that. For yeah, tires. exactly. That's not terrible. And that's what's the spec size on that, or is there? Doesn't say anything doesn't about say. the size. Okay. At least then maybe it's you somewhere. You said that was right. Oh, right. So that's like a, 35, 18. Okay. Right. Minimum vehicle weight is 2,900 pounds with driver. Yep. Yep. No tires with sidewall size larger than. Well, they told you the tire. Two fifty-five. That's not it. The, the sidewall. Side I think you're still size. fronts. You can do. Grip tire. It oh, says maybe that's what they're. <laughs> no, it, to it the says grip. no tires with sidewall size larger than two fifty five will be allowed in competition. That's not the sidewall size. So, nope. yeah, I mean, yeah. if you have a two fifty five <laughs> sidewall, you're it's a <laughs> yeah, monster, monster truck. truck. Yeah. Oh. That's a lot of percentage. You're doing See, that stuff. would be interesting to watch. Yikes! <laughs> monster truck drifting. <laughs> so, yeah, but like with the cars though, and just those giant tires would be funny. So, anyways, ultimately, like I said, I I don't feel the formula drift mm-hmm. like top tier should be dialed back at all. Maybe that's what needs to happen, but ultimately, I think it's like a viewership problem. I oh yeah, so. it's a viewership problem. It's yeah. just well, what's it's an, easier it's a, to make a difference. Is at, it, yeah, is it easier an, to dial it back to make it more interesting, or is it, is it you need some kind of outside influence to come in, like Jeff Gordon, to say, "Hey, I'm going, I'm <laughs> yeah, going drifting." I'm going, you know, right. honestly, that would that be would, that, you know that would work, bro. That would be like an interesting series. Take different people from different motorsports and have them do you would different. Need, like you would need like a different demographic. Oh, it'd you know, be so good to though. Jump in there, so. Like if you like had to stick Jeff Gordon in a drift car and then take like I don't know Vaughn Gittin Jr. and put him in a I don't know something I, else. I think it translates the other way easier. Yeah, that's I true. Think so too. Yeah, yeah. Bad <laughs> yeah. point. You could take. You like, know what I mean? Maybe you could take like I don't know who like the best dirt track guy is in the world, but that would that probably, probably kill it. You'd probably go both ways on that one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like it, it needs some some sort of outside influence. Uh, unfortunately it really does and like I, I think not only that but i think the education of it too is because yeah. it's still a very niche, and that's small sport that's where you start obviously yeah. you know i mean but and hmm. like are people even interested in watching it because that's the problem like we're interested you in know, it I, but like if you go to someone near like hey do you want to watch this car go sideways around a, a racetrack against another car while it just burns the tires the whole time do you want to watch a like, car going around a circle track over and over and over oh, again i'm not, I'm not saying it's, like, it's not i'm not saying it's one or the other but like if that if that works though then yes right yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what i'm saying thing. it's like why wouldn't a more interesting if if people understood it and were as interested in it well, like right, it is a more it interesting platform it, you know what i mean the understanding like, right i mean the, the the rules and all the shit that happens in Formula One is nuts. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. Every every race that yeah. I ever watched, like I always have to like, they did what? Why are they doing this? Yeah. There's it's. I mean, like, let's be honest. A surprising most, number of rules to it. The most so. interesting thing that's happened in NASCAR recently is the wall ride. That's like the most Wait, so, so you recently. Don't, so you don't fully understand Formula One, but no. you still have an interest in watching it. Yes. Okay. I'm at the but I'm at the in between where I don't watch it, but I watched the series on it, and I was super into that. I need it to be broken down to that, me. That, in was, a more it for, that was it for me. Way. Right. It educated you on how Formula One right. worked, right? I need the dumbed down version and with like all the cliff notes laying out what's going on. Well, that I, I don't like, know enough about it. You know, jump, jumping into it from having really never watched it before, family doesn't watch right. it, anything like that, watching that series on Netflix, like all of a sudden you start to like make like investments in like certain people or drivers or yeah. teams you're like oh, i want to see this underdog like man williams they, why do they keep oh fucking God. up every year you know they like, do this they do such a like good job of 
roping people yeah. into it and yeah. it's like it's all marketing. they quickly it's the people love. they That's quickly turn like a bias on seventeen. Sure. it's like it's super easy to get you know one-sided on the thing and i mean that's like i understand that's not how it really is but and that's interesting to people yeah because but the, you formula on biases like i watch through it and like i disagree with people on their biases mm-hmm. just from watching the same series you know what i mean like yes yeah. they lay it out when yeah. they're focusing on each one yeah. they put the bias against everyone else and it's funny because it's very easy to spot but before you know it you've i've like formulated my own opinion that it, like right. no, 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 i like this one better yeah well, that's like the same thing. Like Audi, when Audi introduced that they're coming back into Formula One, mm-hmm. like I had had no interest in Formula One prior to, and I was like reading it, like it caught my interest. I read about it, and I was, I was like, "This is interesting." Like I was my, like, "It's like my Jeff Gordon example. Right. Like you're you're introducing something else that yeah. these people are interested in bringing it over here." Yeah. So, you know, of course, you can't. It's hard to influence that. So, but right, they're doing yeah. the same thing. They're trying to make it more relatable. Yep. So instead of these obscure companies that have been racing forever, they're bringing in a production company. Like, hey, I have one of those. Mm-hmm. It's not the same, but you know what I mean. Like, it, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the now, same on paper. Yeah. 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 All of a sudden, someone who didn't have something to focus on and relate to and like root for right. now has this one relatable thing. Like, oh yeah, I like that guy. Yeah. Yeah. That guy drives a uh, you know a Mustang. Okay. Cool. I have a Mustang. It does not even close to the same thing, but right. You know, it is a similar emblem. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, Nothing. That's how, that's how race cars are. Right. That, that's the nature of it. The way it so, goes. But so that brings money into the series. Right. Yeah. Because I don't does think you can make education it, and viewer and like just getting viewership out there. I mean, right. that's that's really. I mean, start with the educating people on what it, it check, is. It and checks how it works a lot of boxes. I think. So I mean, it's just you know. I don't think competing at the top level like that should be cheaper. Does it? Does that save right. us from having this like exclusive club of super high tier teams that can only afford to compete? Probably at not the top in Formula level? Drift, but oh, it's going to no. make I mean, it's, it's going to make all the lower forms of drift more competitive and more interesting yeah i mean let's be honest formula drift is like the top tier right that's where you want to be be. like you know and then it's fine and it has its place and it's exactly what it should be but like for the lower level stuff i mean having it be less expensive than that is still uh obtainable by not even that like you know you it makes it affordable to drive those lower levels yeah. because there's enough backing at the top level where it trickles down where someone can step into formula you know drift three or whatever and yep. you can so, get so paid to drive and get good at you it probably need more levels at that point because they probably how, probably i but, mean but, it but, could do the exact opposite thing too where someone in pro spec now has that next level car i mean they already kind of do right? well that's why you that's why you regulate those lower classes right make so, those more competitive so, with what you have yeah so we need to put more regulations on the, the lower tier classes well, and broadcast them better. You need to broadcast yeah. the top sure. one, the most interesting one, the best, right. and get people drawn into that right. before yeah. you start trickling them I down. I mean, it's right. the same thing as, like, you know, Major League Baseball and then, like, Minor League Baseball, right? Like, nobody watches Minor League Baseball on TV, but yeah, you go no, to the there's games. There's no, like, restrictions on Some people do. what Sometimes, they're doing well, you with know that. What I mean. Right? It's the same game. To that yeah, people essentially, that are yeah. Good that, or not. It essentially comes down to your, your right. skill level, and if you're able to... Sign the deal with a bigger, yeah. yeah. But it so is still picked up. It's similar. That. It's very but lower. I don't know. It's a lower look, tier. Look around at like what we're doing in the program stuff. People are getting wild. Yeah. Look, like the number of people I watch put dog boxes in their car this year and like add superchargers and uh, quick change and everything. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then they came out with that 255 rule, and everyone's complaining about it because they they think it's yeah a I bad mean, move. Yeah. 
it doesn't make sense to do right now, move, but it but. should be restricted. I mean, it should be, yeah, yeah, you should not be allowed to do, yeah, you should not be allowed to have a sequential. It should be restricted to age patterns. There should be a horsepower that cap. Is, like, a, I mean, but I mean, this does kind of tie back to the group B argument. There was no, not, like there was Well, there's no, group A and there's group yeah. you know, right. all these different groups. True, so, I yeah. mean, this isn't, we're not talking about regulating formula drift in yeah. this instance. Right? Right. We're talking about dudes that just have money to blow on this stuff. Yeah. There's always going to be that dude, though. And that's like, fine. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, what, yeah. that's who brings money into the sport. Right, True. exactly. Because they're going to spend but money. Figure out then. a way to... That's why you level a playing field with right. a tire to True. make, you know, you could throw that tire in your car and potentially keep keep up with the guy. Yeah. Like, right. See, I, do. I do think it does come back to like the skill level of driver too. Like that's... Of course, that's, that's the whole point. Like, yeah, you're not going to win if you, no. if you can't drive. Yeah. Right. So regardless of what series it's in. No, yeah. Yeah, but in, and if you have um, a car, in, you in that instance, that's your, you have to have applies. you have to have good drivers and bad drivers in order to make it interesting, or at least. I mean, but also look at the argument of the fact that people running these twelve hundred horsepower cars, yeah, whatever they are, a thousand. Uh, how often you see a car pull up to the line and it's oh he's got a mechanical issue, uh, he's gonna have to go back to the pits and call a five minute timeout. There goes another ten minutes because the next guy's gotta come up. Mm-hmm. And he's not ready because he was expecting two battles to go down. Yeah. And it didn't because these run this high strung, you know, crazy motor to run a thousand horsepower. So that's the thing is I think I, the you could boil it down to like the cars are outrunning the venue right now. Like they're maturing at a much faster rate yeah. than the rest of the sport. So you're running into these teething problems because there's not enough money. Realistically, you right. can make anything reliable is enough money. Mm-hmm. So, but if the event was ran smoother, you'd have more money. Yep. So you're trying to run this high strung death car on pennies, more or less. I mean, a mechanical fa- failure, in my opinion, is not necessarily a bad thing for like the viewership stuff either. Oh no, like, of course. They, they usually like do crashing? a pretty decent yeah. job of, of covering this stuff. Like, oh, five minute timeout, so they go over there. And they're saying right. like, okay, this is what's breaking. This is the time limit. Like but that, that was like your that was your complaint was that it takes too much time. It's too slow. So if there's a big delay because of that mechanical failure, there's, is there's that, like what do they? What, I, think it, I think that goes back. Yeah, they're to talk, the, they're taking like an hour plus in between you know rounds and things like that. Like what? Why? Right. Track clean up i don't i mean yeah, what do you, what do you mean i mean yeah, it's like basic maintenance stuff but they need filler content for between yeah them. like yeah. that's that's like the do like, like you know driver interviews like i said that throw the drift games in there or something like that yeah. like I, and it's not really drifting and it's not shouldn't be a part of the sport but i yeah. always like watching those at the comps and stuff that they do the, like, yeah. the, the tabletop games and things like that yeah like, if you're, you have like a go-kart race for like in the middle like you know it's like a halftime show shit. Yeah, yeah yeah just like some dumbass shit it's funny to watch because they just turn off the stream for an hour yeah. or whatever it is. Well, right. And so you turn off a stream for an hour. I'm I'm, I'm out up, in the up, first five found, minutes. Found so I'm like going to do, to do something else. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, keep my attention span or lose. Maybe me. Formula Drift and Grid Life need to. Yeah. Well, Honestly, I was going to suggest that. But like at the same time, that's. I don't even Grid know. Grid Life where is you exclusively a spectator. Yeah. yeah. Like. Well, it's not you know, exhibition. Well, they do time attack stuff and everything. But that's or, their goal too, is to put on a show oriented so. around the spectators. Yeah, I it's mean, like a festival. There's music fest. Like, yeah, it's it's there's different types of racing going on. I don't know and why they once done like that. once the drifters come off the track, it's immediately into racing. There's no break mm-hmm. between that. It's like you guys go out do your exhibition thing, 
and then we're getting right back into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't see Grid Life picking up drifting unless they had a need to, because, I mean, they already fill up their whole weekend with whatever stuff they got going on, time right. attack and all that. So uh, I don't know how that would work, but I think cool. Yeah, I mean, the exposure would be great. I mean, like, just like if grid, if it was like Formula or like Formula Drift X Grid Life, I like, mean, I mean, shit. The the, beep, the drivers are already there. Yeah. They Some are already, drivers are there. Yeah. 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 But they're. If it was a, a competition oriented event instead of more or less right now, drifting is the sideshow. They are the I filler. Guess, Drifting's know. the filler in between those. I guess Grid Life kind of falls on the same issue <laughs> with like. The people being interested in it, right? They don't have the same exposure too. It's a very small group of people, but they seem to be doing I thought, right. I thought of a new element. Uh-oh, okay. Here and go. so if you think about this, other forms of, of racing yeah. or, or whether it be ball sports or whatever, it's it's a it's a it's not always super clear, but like the scoring and everything yeah. is somewhat easier to follow pretty much in any other sport, right? Except bowling. Which nobody watches because it's confusing. That scoring doesn't make any sense, but yeah, nobody watches. It's on it. TV though. <laughs> it yeah. is on TV. It is on TV. Um, Fucking cornhole is. Do you think televised. if there was a way? I don't want to lose the spirit of drifting, but like say to automate the scoring process of drifting, would that help? Because that's a big time suck too. You know, wait for the wait. So we'll see well, that. so that's do? what they do uh, overseas with like drift games and like mm-hmm. those other series, or drift masters and stuff like that. They have proximity sensors, right. so then they can rack it up through points. Like, and I agree. I think that's easier to follow. I mm-hmm. like the way they lay that out. Yeah. Um, like, is the they have like a little meter on the bottom during your run, and it fills yeah, up like, as you're in the zone for long enough yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, that's that's cool. pretty that's cool. clever. That seems like futuristic almost. You know, it's like kind of like you know, for even instance, if it I, was just like a just for the fans type of thing like sure. oh, the guy this close to the wall sure maybe it doesn't have any effect the on meter. the actual score but right. yeah that's maybe yeah. like a f- because there's so many other factors to that go into it. yeah so you know i was thinking you know because I, I think i mentioned this you know the world cup just happened a while back and what i found super interesting was like all the sensors and everything that they put in a ball yeah now, and they could tell like you know they have you know five axis of you know whatever this dude you know, they can tell everything about what happened to this ball at any point in time which they is put sensors cool. in the ball there's, i think yeah, they track yeah. it more i don't know that's sensors wild. in the ball that's wild Our, like that, g sensors mm-hmm. and things like that they can they know the trajectory and they know if it changed trajectory at a certain time or how much how fast it was going all that other stuff they have it all pretty fascinating but i don't anyhow, think they put sensors in the ball uh, look it up i, can, <laughs> I read an we, article it's on interesting if, engineering okay what if we did a World Cup of drifting? Okay, that's what Formula Drift is, Dave. Yeah. That's yeah, that's what, what it is. Do with the program. Yeah, but like more. <laughs> yeah, I understand bigger. it's not good enough. More that's bigger. what we're talking about. <laughs> All right. Well, until we get it introduced as an Olympic sport, you know, then I think that would be, be out of luck. But uh, no, I, mean, I think that, skateboarding got in. You know, like, you, true, never, yeah. you never know. It's it's you never know. It, I feel um, like it's on. How been, long did that take? It must have been talked about at some point. Skateboarding is not that old either. It's pretty old. Yeah, it's pretty old. Yeah. Com- competitive skateboarding. It's got at least twice the time drifting does. Sure. Yeah, yeah but relative to like, like most of the other sports. Something like that? 50s? No. No, no, no. Not, well, like skateboarding? No. Yeah. Com- yeah. Like yeah. late 70s. Stuff was like mid 70s. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's like mid 70s. Okay. I mean, it's, that's come a long way mm-hmm. since, compared to what it was. It's yeah. come a long way in the last five, 10 years. They haven't, I mean, yeah. It's got massive. And honestly, some of the biggest things to pick it up were just smaller series, I guess, like X Games and mm-hmm. SLS became a huge thing. Mm-hmm. So, and I guess Do, that's another good, good point: is more events. 
more more series more high caliber yeah, what, are they, what do they have in formula drift eight yeah they have eight but yeah. that's that's the struggle he also talked about it's like it used to be six now it's eight i don't make any more money because it's eight yeah, i have to now right. go to two more so yeah and that's that's a tough order because i mean like part of there the reason are... people love football is because it's like that's what they do on sundays it's like a ritual Fine. almost and i mean yeah. if drifting was on every sunday that'd be sick yeah but there's there no way more... there's no money there <laughs> well yeah the amount of money you had well you with the proper to, have to do that i guess if you start dialing costs back because of things like horsepower caps tire caps things like that that is maybe your car is more reliable maybe it burns less tires maybe it does save more money it, that is something that i hadn't thought about with cutting costs back is the ability to just do more events but Wait, again i think yeah well I don't know. You wouldn't be able to start at a Formula D level to try no, to get it, absolutely bring not. it to the masses the like of, that. I, I was thinking about that too, like really tire costs, like whatever, that's fine. I mean, tire sponsors are pretty much paying for that anyhow, but to travel, I can't even fathom how much yeah. it takes to like cart these cars well, this, all over so the place. It's, and the, it's a very regional thing. It takes. And I don't know if it's just because I'm more involved with it now or it's because there's more actually popping up, but the number of Pro-Am series seems to be increasing. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's yeah. a bunch of dudes that are, you know, oh, you guys ruining with the competition, like, keep drifting fun. Like, that's kind you're of what I think is fun about that. it. It's like, it, it makes me want to drive better, and there's more opportunity to do it, so why yeah. wouldn't you do it? Because you don't suck. Because it's expensive. Well, yeah, <laughs> it, that's, you know, it's expensive. It is, <laughs> it is like a jump, a large jump up from just, like, going to your local track every weekend, burning some tires you picked up from... The shop down the street that had some takeoffs from, you know, a tire, right, right. A, a car that had a set of four replaced and they had two good ones, whatever, that's free. Putting on your 350Z and just like sliding around all day. I mean, that's, you can still do that. Thing. There's nothing wrong with that. But like, but there's mean, nothing wrong with that at all. Just, I mean, even at that level though, like, I think that would go a long way for the sport is mm -hmm. just running even grassroots events with an MC or something else there. Mm -hmm. Try to bring in more, more people. You know, well, more, not even, we have plenty of them. It's just, Broadcast them no, no. better with we, more people there. We have plenty of them here. Yeah, not everywhere. I get that. Right. It's, yeah. Like Lock City, they're putting on, like, they got a DJ there. They got food vendors. They got a bunch of other stuff trying to bring more people in so yeah, they can it's like the, know, it's like the bounce it house thing. It's the same same concept. So, the as the smaller events ramp up, too, and become more professional, I don't know, just yeah. like more spectator-friendly. Yeah. Is I guess the better thing. Well, right, because you're Accessible. gonna go to that. You're gonna go to that one event that's gonna cost you like, let's say it's twenty okay. bucks, and then next time there's oh, there's a larger event. Oh, I'll spend a few bucks and a couple hours of driving to go to something that's a little bit bigger. If I was interested in the small one, you know. And then you watch those, and you're like, holy shit, those are monsters, right? Mm -hmm. And then that's when you start, you get the bug. Yep. But takes money uh, to make money. Yeah. But on that note, before we talk in circles again. Uh, project updates. Anybody? Anybody? Yeah, start with you, Dave. Yeah, yeah. as um, we usually do. So the trans mounts in the Audi are really broken, pretty sloppy. What? Yeah. I thought you. Oh, you never replaced the trans mount. You just did like because I couldn't find mount. them. What? Yeah. Yeah, and you I couldn't still find the driver find. mount either, could you? No, I found the. the I just used the 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 ones O three four two hundred mounts worked with V eight. Yeah, so that's what I put in there. But uh, the transmission mounts don't exist anymore. So I was Window doing a well. search. Now uh, <laughs> I got some uh, GM 
uh, energy suspension mounts. I'm going to have to use those and make some sort of uh, like a puck. Mike, I kind of showed you that. Yeah, it's just like a, a aluminum spacer to make it tall enough. You just yeah. want a different mount. But uh, so I got those. I'm going to tear into that probably this weekend. Um, I just want to get that taken care of because I, last time I drove it, it was pretty bad. And that's it. Pretty boring. You're buying turbo parts? Not yet, no. I'm doing... So, wait, so so far you have the <sighs> manifold? Injectors. Injectors. Yeah, I have a wastegate. A wastegate, okay. Wastegates at the house. Where did that come from? Julian. It's a, it's so a, real, you, it's a real Johnny? It's yeah. not a Johnny? I have to look at it. It's in my box of stuff. In yeah, my whatever. Box China's of turbo fine. stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was... I kind of got sidetracked doing the research about the mega squirt stuff. Uh, and then like looking for turbos. Cause I was like, do I just spend the money on like a good one? Or do I just buy the cheap eBay Johnny? And I was like kind of torn on that. So I kind of been holding off. I wanted to do more research before I start really dumping a bunch of money into it. So buy nicer, buy twice, but in this case, buy whatever's within your budget and make it work. Normally I wouldn't care about that. With the turbo, the buy nice, buy twice. I would start with the cheap thing, get it working. Yeah. And if you want to upgrade it later, in your case, I feel like that's a little more problematic. <laughs> yeah. Just with the uh, the lack of uh, fabrication skills, you know. If it can be a pain. If you have to like redo your cold side and hot side piping because of it, your downpipe and your. Oh, like a cheap yeah, wastegate in this case, I'm fine with. Like, you know what I mean? If you need a better one later, cool. Whatever. It's yeah. easy. Bolt on. So. I don't know. We'll get there. Unless this causes tuning issues. Yeah, yeah. it is. I mean, most that's, that's gonna be free. The, mm, <laughs> for who? What do you mean? You're just gonna fuck around. It could around be for find you. Out. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't fuck around. I have to spend all the money out. on the mega squirt. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna fuck around. I'll definitely break that's what I'm shit. saying. You just have to tune it more. I'm definitely going to find out. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Good. But Kevin. Did some uh break lines. For the 36, that was good. Oh, yeah, motor's out. I guess that didn't happen last week, right? Nope. Uh, nope. Yeah, motor out. Motor uh, puller, whatever that thing's called, the hoist. <laughs> 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 I got dropped off last week and pulled it out. So that means that I saw the subframe and I was like, that's gross. I should take that out and blast it and powder coat it. I knew it. Along yep. with some other brackets and other things. Um, while the motor mounts were out, I made some steel replacements for the cast aluminum pieces. Made a quick jig on the table from the, the factory mount and then made some tube giants I didn't know for we that. We were talking about it first and then I remembered. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think they look good. It. I looked at them, I saw them on your post. Look, they look nice. Oh, I didn't look at the mounts. I got to look at those. You got a one powder cut those too? Yep. Okay. Trying to get the subframe blasted first, so How, can you blast that in your cabinet? Yeah, subframe's not that big. Subframe's okay. not that big. Yeah, it's very small. E36. Okay, it's just gooey. Fit, fit, yeah, it is fucking mess. Yeah, I took a lot. A lot came off pretty easily with a wire wheel. I've cleaned it up before. Okay, it's, just, it's the stuff that's inside that you can't get out. So I'm gonna have to burn that out. Oh, you're going smoky. Yeah, yeah. We'll let it. I might have just opened the doors, turn on the oven, and let her eat for a while. No, I'm not saying I would do this necessarily with a subframe, but I was thinking about this. I was like, man, you know, next time I go, cause boy, those wheels took freaking forever. Like, why I not did. like hit them with like a propane torch or something like that first and get like the metal like kind of yeah, heat soaked a little bit first. Yeah, because I'm saying that was like, 
probably at least a I don't know 100, 120 pounds of like aluminum so in there. You put right, it all at once you're doing, cold. You're doing <laughs> yeah, five wheels, yeah. so like by the time you heat up one, it's gonna cool down before you can get to all the last one, right? On the rack, ready to go. Torch. <sighs> yeah, just a little no, preheat. Oh, pre- one of those. Yeah, oh, like one of those. The yeah, port, like the, the weed burner fellows or whatever. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah, 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 that might work. I was thinking about that for like the reason I thought about it was for like kind of outgassing, sort of, you know, just to kind of get the process, the process started, a little you know? bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking yeah. tote bin of kerosene, but I think that the let's <laughs> <laughs> put it on the fire pit. You know, fuck it. Just <laughs> let it soak for a while. <laughs> it's like, ah, I wouldn't do that with a subframe, but you not, know. <laughs> not flammable. I'm just saying, just let it soak in a tote full of kerosene, and then like most of the goo will rinse out at least. Put it in the I oven. don't have a tote full of kerosene, so you do with the the yeah, the Rubbermaid fifty, you know, yeah. whatever it is, <laughs> gallon thing, and then you was they I've seen a ratchet strap of palm sander to the side, yep. and I was like, oh look, it's an ultrasonic. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I've seen that. Does it actually work though? Better than just it's better than it not hang yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> I also blasted the uh, man exhaust manifold. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm gonna cerakote that. Put some of the smelly stuff on there. Yep. I got a sample size this time. I'm gonna try to do it. Oh, yeah. oh boy! It's <laughs> a lot of nooks and crannies on turbo yeah, manifolds. I don't know. I know, but I did two headers that had a lot of nooks and crannies with the pint. No pint. Yeah, it was a pint. This it's is half a pint. pint. Okay. Yeah. So should be all right. Yeah. I feel like I'd five extra want it to go on thick. You know, if it was just. I mostly just want I, the heat is fine. Like just want one color. I just want it to not be ugly and gross anymore <laughs> yep so it was like 30 something bucks for the the sample size it's four ounces okay good luck we'll try it see what happens is in a pint 16 ounces so that's a quarter of a pint 16 yeah pint yeah or 20 ounces maybe even in a pint no pint so of beer pint of beer 16 no yeah 16 so four ounces was not it's not very much. Eight ounces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, half a pint would be eight ounces. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Think you can put, coat that thing with half a beer? I'm gonna try. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you spray it, maybe you have to spray it. Yeah, that's yeah. the only way <laughs> it goes on. I know. You could paint it on if you want, I guess. <laughs> not with a beer. I mean, you could spray it with a beer. You Stand should try it with a beer first. Yeah. <laughs> So you see the even coverage. <laughs> I don't think that's. Uh, I, don't know. I don't think it's gonna work. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Besides that, just dealing with septic stuff. So that's me. Fun, Ooh. fun, fun. Uh, yeah, I don't have too much. Had some some guests this past weekend, so didn't spend really any time in the garage. But I did get those uh, tires put on into last week. And yeah, they look good. Pretty stoked on it. I, I, uh, it looks good. I like the color. Honestly, yeah. When you said it, I had a hard time like imagining what it was actually going to look like, and then when I saw the photos, I was like, okay, I like that. It's kind of nice. I like there was a lot of out. variation in what it seemed like it was going to wind up as. You know, you see, of course, you on the powder coating sites and everything. Like yeah. people upload pictures to their projects and everything, and there was some very different looking pictures yeah. from different people, and and I can see why because you know, like the first coat of that, like just by itself, and it doesn't like need to be cleared unless it's you know outside or UV and all right, that. Right. Uh, but uh, which is like everything, yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have cleared it if it was like an engine bay thing or something under the car, but that's kind of good, different, yeah. UV, but yeah, but I wouldn't care as much because it's not wheels. So anyways, um, the, the color by itself was like super chrome. Yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't 
the chrome chrome that we we sprayed that before yeah. but it was it was a very dark like but very very reflective yeah. chrome looking color which was really cool but then the, i was a little and i was a little worried about it uh because i was like a little little flashy for me but then the clear really toned it down nice darkened it up and everything looks it's like a nice gray almost it's exactly what it is it's yeah. a dark gray it's like almost on, it's almost nardo honestly it's not a little darker it's darker maybe. than that maybe yeah, it's darker, yeah. darker, than that, darker. so anyways i have some it's funny this is like a size larger than what everybody says is like the max size you can fit on that without doing like you know three what? inch lift oh, and subframe drop and all this yeah. other shit and there's just a very very little amount of rubbing to yeah, the well, point where they're I cayenne really, people so yeah. yeah well yeah that too yep. so i'm like shit and i like the way it looks like i don't want to lift it yeah so, why would you? yeah so it was, oh, worked out pretty good just seen a little fender liner massaging if i ever do it because honestly i haven't even like really heard it unless my window is down and i'm like oh yeah there it is but uh super minor yep. so anyways happy with that um and there was a couple of, i did i did do some work on cage stuff uh building those boxes from the metal that kevin so kindly provided which by the way if you want some money on late i'll help you out there but uh <laughs> made the like the worst ones first yeah because yeah. i had some like real goofy shapes on the one on the back uh, that took so much grinder dust Ugh. um made those and then otherwise just doing trying to like refresh my memories last knowledge on like suspension geometry stuff so like going through all that because you know like trying to pick nice suspension points on that like uh knuckle situation yeah and all the and you know before i you know burn in uh steering rack mounts and all that other stuff trying to like sort of figure it out i'm not gonna be able to like 3d scan it and do it all in cad nice but i kind of want to you can do a lot with the plumb bob. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of so. The, that's kind of what I'm before I get to measuring all that stuff. Just remember, yeah, when, how everything works and why it's good or bad. So, <laughs> <laughs> so much, so much to it, you know. But, oh yeah, basically, uh, there's a compromise no matter what you're doing. Yeah, so yeah. I you have to I acknowledge that. But it's it's really hard because I've been doing a bunch of that, just trying to like designed for what should be ideal mm -hmm. and it just doesn't fit anything it's just not possible yeah yeah like, no, you, you I mean, just can't do it i know i'm not going to make it ideal and i don't really plan to make it you know perfect but i just want to at least know i'm going the right direction with certain things you know right. <laughs> yep. so but yeah uh that's pretty much it nice make it adjustable if you can yeah mm. make it so you can at least like if you do rod ends you can you yeah. know space them up and down i'm and, not worried about any of the stuff that i can make adjustable but well, I mean, otherwise you can't really touch much, though. Like mounting point wise, like at the knuckle you can, but not really. I'm trying to do like double shear on like the lower control arm mounts and everything. So you know, I want to make sure that, that location from the center of the the oh. the, the hub is. I thought you were just using the, the stock mounts. You're saying subframe mounts, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you want double shear at the knuckle? Yeah. No, nothing's double shear at the knuckle generally, but it'd be cool. But I mean. I don't see why work. I can't do it, but yeah, not really. I get a spherical bearing. They did that on the like the FTF stuff that's on the Corvette. Yeah, anything that's like just steel. They use thinner plate because of it, right? Yeah. But so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Nice. Well, I feel like I haven't really done anything. That's not true. Uh, it might be kind of true. It's stuff on the X5. That doesn't count. 
What did I do to that? What does that count? Why does that count? That's just work. You put the light bar up. You got yeah. the winch situated. All that stuff's been you on put that. the You put the things. compressor in the back. You did that. Yep. <laughs> how? Yeah. how <laughs> I mean, I guess. I'll you think about what you're going to cut out of the drift car. I was looking at it some more. I think I'm just going to build a different drift car. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the rabbit hole I went down. Basically, all of last weekend was just sitting around like, what's a good platform that I want to build? So a platform I'm interested in that would be unique enough because that's the only way I'm interested. But that would be like actually competitive and would, or somewhat competitive. I'm not saying like Why isn't anything you build have the potential to be competitive oh because I, I it's not eligible because i changed all the suspension mounting points so like what you has good change, enough you just can't train subframes subframe mounting points yes all, all of that just is make stock believe. subframes all of that is make believe on my current oh car. i know that i know that i'm just saying that's a, that's the thing if i typically do is i ruin it and then i can't <laughs> it, it no longer applies to anything okay so, no, so but, but i guess my question is is what does that eliminate for you when you're looking for something though um touch caravan no just stuff with like no, i mean you, you could do it <laughs> not like the what i was looking at is like basically anything like an e30 with a, a single a arm in the back the subframe that just spans across it's two yeah. flat a arms you can't adjust the geometry at all to get like grip into the thing mm-hmm. it just sucks to deal with and yep. that's all the era of car that i typically like so are you trying to build a prospect car something that could be a prospect car yeah so it has to have independent rear suspension or no you can do solid axle now or like yeah or that i don't know if you would chase that or not but i know so that's the the thing like i was trying to figure out yeah because most of the things i i'm interested in aren't typically solid axle um yeah so that's that's solid axle would work better than a lot of independent rears yep because you can like actually dial an anti-squat and make it variable versus independent reading it's like fixed and that's it is what it is fox body mustang fox body mustang it's too do like too many of them (laughs) it's too many of them a murker basically the same thing (laughs) yeah yeah that's the thing like what do i want to do an opal something no no i don't know that's right now i'm on a mercedes kick yeah, for that, but okay. I just you know, it's googling around at cars that I think would look cool if I modified them heavily enough. Jaguar, Jaguar, heavy, but yeah, yeah. you. Can, we talked about cutting everything out. You you can. There's just, only so much you can do as far as just cutting stuff out. Okay, too. well, you what want about like a truck? Old? What about like a drift truck? A truck? You can't do trucks. It's, oh, okay. Well, never mind. Yeah, yeah trucks are not an option. Why is there, is there something that says you says no trucks? Does it really? Yep. Oh. No trucks or SUVs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the Formula Drift thing is it has to retain factory appearance. Yeah, that's pretty loose. That's a very you could drop a, thing. a you C10 have, body. You have on to a look at it frame. and know what car it was. Yep. That's kind of their intent, and that's most race series. Like you yeah. have to look at it and be like, oh, that's a Camry kind of or you know NASCAR NASCAR, NASCAR. <laughs> hey, that has Camry headlights this is totally a Camry <laughs> taillights are vinyl but you know mm. yeah ooh that's a good idea alright just stickers wait well you need lights replace well, lights need, with stickers you need lights. Yeah, you need lights light up stickers you could do LEDs I guess but yeah oh, LED strips oh yeah like the what that Oracle car or whatever that has yeah. some stuff on there huh a couple of them 
Is that all, all the, like the GT cars and everything? They do all like the light up um, numbers and everything for like the 20 out, 24 hour races. Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a good point. Yeah. I wonder how those work. I never looked into those. They look bright enough. How expensive are they? And like, can you I cut them I have and no stuff? Idea. I feel like it's just the same amount of weight as a headlight. If though. they can make <laughs> no. like at all the background <laughs> no. of the word Oracle light up, then I think you can do anything. Yeah, but right, I mean, but they're cost? a lighting company, okay. so yeah, they're cutting it out on the machine that cuts those out isn't the same as me trying to do it in my, you know, there's probably an option out office. There. But yeah, I don't know. Just kind of toying with that, thinking of like that's what I think I've settled on for using that LSA I have mm. is I think that's the best use of it for me. Car. Yeah, try to make something more competition-y. Mm-hmm. Yeah, try to get into it a little bit more. Mm. And instead of putting any effort into mine right now, I'm just going to like leave it alone. Although I went down, I, I found the a dude posted the CAD files to run the Jag blower on the M60. Mm-hmm. So I downloaded They've been around them. for a while. I think there's somebody like actually selling them too. Yeah, but like the guy just had them oh, on yeah, yeah, like yeah. Thingiverse or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I downloaded them. <clears throat> Don't think I'm going to do it, but it'd be like, huh. Keep an eye out for those blowers on Marketplace. Yeah. And if one was 200 bucks or something, I'd, I'd probably do it. Sure. You can get it for like a thousand right now. Yeah, that that was what I remember because I remember looking into that and I was like, man, well, the trouble so is so expensive for what they are, and they're all like busted too. Yeah, <laughs> they're big. Yeah, because it's like the intercoolers and the blower in one big contraption. So that's what you need. Yeah, tempting, but not that tempting. Hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. Don't know. Don't know what I'm gonna do. Might okay. might re- reevaluate my radiator at least. That's kind of what I, I think. If I jam a bigger one, and it's especially rough, if you're not proximity. trying to like if you're not trying to like really tune it up to be a lot better. Uh, at least that aspect of comfort would probably go a long way for you. Yeah, so, more comfort. Yeah, and like just more seat time, not have to slow down for stuff. Yeah. So. Hmm. Well, that's all I've done. Nice. Did some stuff. It's researching new projects. Hasn't finished E34. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I think I'm buying another X5 also. Oh, wow. <laughs> God. <laughs> so Colin bought one because everyone in the office bought like an E53. Uh-huh. And he just didn't want to fix anything. And like it just, they're not a car that works well in that scenario. So he's yeah. over it because like this and a handful of broken things. He's like window regulators and some dumb stuff. But like he's well, just annoyed. Easy. Anything else? It's I think it seems like a bitch on that car. But uh, no, I mean it's no more difficult. Like, what's it need I mean, different? I know you don't think it's that difficult. But well, like, like it's no know. different than anything else. I don't know. Well, what I, what motor does that one have in it? Same as mine. M60, N- N- N62? N62. Okay, but it doesn't have any issues with that except uh, <laughs> yesterday he was driving home and it blew a plug out. so now he's just completely over it and he's like do you want this thing and the whole reason i was gonna like i was gonna like buy the seats out of it yeah like i feel a little bad i'm like buy the whole thing swap seats do a helicoil insert and then list for sale or something that it actually took all the threads with it i didn't look but he said it shot a coil pack out i'm like "The, the coil packs don't shoot out plugs shoot out coil packs though yeah Having had it happen to me twice. Oh sure. So, yeah. No, I know. I know why that happened. I'm just saying. Like, I, I assume the threads are gone, or they're at least hurt. Yes. But I have all the oh, stuff from when I had to do it last right, time. That's so. Right. That's like the double oversized kit, isn't it? I have both kits okay, because yeah. I tried the the normal one and that didn't hold up, and then the double oversized has held up. <laughs> and that's in your drift car, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
I should check that those are still tight. Probably. Too. Those yeah. are That's the N62s have like the really small thread plugs though, don't it? Like it has know. like they're like it's like an M10 or something weird. That's the case. I'm, no, I don't think so. I think so. I think that newer I stuff they went to like it. real tiny plugs. I don't recall. Uh, well, I put plugs in when I got it. I don't know now. Okay. If that's the case, I'll just tap it for a bigger plug and whatever. <laughs> Here, you get a different plug yeah, now. It probably won't fit down the tube, but oh no. Anyway, I'll put the plug in, then they, put the tube in. I don't really care. <laughs> those have really long threads, though, right? Yeah, those, yes. yeah, those yeah, are long, super plugs. long threads. So, so like maybe be, the bottom half of it's good. You know, it started walking off, and then it really only tore out half the threads. I don't know. I'm gonna take a look this weekend. Yeah, and then. So See, this is a done deal. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's just a price like I feel bad. Like I can't refuse also. Mm. And I also feel a little bit bad. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. There's parts off it I was gonna buy anyway. Yeah, Mike, you're such a jerk for making DVDs look cool. I had stop to, yeah, making I people do bad decisions. <laughs> I didn't have anything to do with facilitating that purchase. There are others in the office that did that. True, yeah. yeah. There's like six of them now. Well, now well, see, one anytime last. anybody goes to buy anything, I'm like, yeah, do it. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what. <laughs> that's the culture I like to reinforce yeah. there. And in this case, it didn't work out. So, and whatever. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, man, you know. Yeah, so it's the way the spark plug moves. That's a spark, the way the spark plug ejects itself. <laughs> yeah. So, well, well. On that note, sounds like we all have some work to do. Yep. And uh, stay tuned for uh, next week's episode. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye.